JD Talking Sports. Wednesday, April 19th, 2017. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Just was watching. That's a gotta go. Just was watching Houston, OKC. OKC was, I thought it was the fourth quarter. I was, I was going to keep watching. And then I realized, first of all, I'm tired. Second of all, I got to work tomorrow morning while everybody has to work. And OKC was up by 15 at one point. And now Houston is up 104-100 with about five minutes left. Russell Westbrook has two of eight shooting in the fourth quarter. And I was getting excited because I was like, 42 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists tonight. But shooting 15 to 35. And Harden had 18 points in the third quarter, and now he's already up to 33. Yeah, he had, last time I checked, 18 points. He's put up 15 since I last checked. Patrick Beverly, 12 points, 33 points. And Lou Williams has 21 off the bench for Houston. Hey, I love, I love that McDermott, off the bench. Okay, it's going Spanish, Ami. My man from Creighton, 11 points off the bench for OKC. Oladipo has 11 points, and Robertson has, Robertson has 12. They're down 104-102. Still a lot of time left. 346 left. Wizards... They won tonight, 109-100. Freaking John Wall has 32 points, nine assists. Bradley Beal has 31. They're up 2-0. Millsap led the Hawks with 27 points and 10 rebounds. I love Dennis Schroeder. I just love the name Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, Schroeder. Now, the thing I can talk about, well, it was funny. I was driving the bus this morning. What wasn't funny? I was on the bus, and it kind of just hit me like I uh, was not expecting to see Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez kill himself. Now, I know there's been a lot of people online. And you know what? Scott Zolak, who is works at a Boston radio station, was had his sunglasses on. My mom goes, why do you have sunglasses on inside? And I was like, you know, he kind of looks like a douchebag. I don't understand why he needed to take his glasses off, but that's just me. And, uh, yeah, it looked kind of douchey. They said that the Patriots were going to make a statement today. Today, actually, they were at the White House, and there's a great picture I'm going to put up. The team went in 2015 with Obama and 2017 with Trump. A very meager, what what would I call, a dearth of players there. He actually called out Amendola, Danny Amendola, and he was not at the White House today. And Tom Brady said that he had family obligations. He didn't come either. But Kraft was there with his son, and... And so was Belichick. But Aaron Hernandez, 27 years old, a family friend he grew up with, he murders, gets life in prison. He got off on another case where two people were killed that he had been a suspect in. And I think it was just a trial. You know, everything, it ends in everything. They said he gave no signs, locked the door from inside. I'm amazed that they can do this stuff in prison. I mean, I remember Lawrence Phillips killed himself in his own prison. That's interesting. Lawrence Phillips killed himself last year. And now he got, he was in forever. He was in for life, I think. And now, or 40 years, he killed himself in prison. And now Aaron Hernandez does. 
And you would think, I was talking to my buddy Bill today, he said, $40 million. I said, it doesn't matter. You know what, it's who you associate with. And he had a brother who played college football at Connecticut, was working as a coach, gave it up, and now I think he's trying to get back into coaching. You know, some people take a different direction. I mean, he he had problems, they said, when he was at Florida. He he always had problems. He was kind of a loner. He was a phenomenal football player, had talent, more talent as pinky than I had in my whole body. And, you know, hey, you killed somebody. You know, people say, oh, he saved the taxpayers some money. I mean, he hung himself from his cell. I mean, the finality of it all. He left, I think he left behind a four-year-old daughter with a girlfriend. And, man, that's just crazy. You know, I just, I guess I guess I was, I don't know. I thought he was going to, I don't know. I, I really feel that it got to the point with prison that, the trial ended, he had time to think about it, and he was like, fuck, am I going to stay in prison the rest of my life? Is this how I want to be? Do I have to deal with this shit the rest of my life? It doesn't seem like, a, you know, maybe it just all hit him and everything, and who knows? Yeah, this, it's sad, very sad. Very, I mean, not, not sad that he, that, 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 I'm not talking about the killing, I'm just sad that this is not the life, this is not how you thought things were going to turn out. You know, you every athlete you would hope or anybody, you know, especially when you're given the golden ticket, you would hope would take it and run with it in the right way. And some people just take that fork of the road they shouldn't take. And bad shit happens. And Aaron Hernandez, bad. I still remember that shot of him all jacked up with that white T-shirt on being brought out with handcuffs on. And and all the f- things came out, all the the facts on the case. I mean, he, he had surveillance of the house. And they show him taking guns. I mean, you know, it just... Not thinking clearly. They said also he might have, you know, smoked a lot of pot and, you know, PCP, maybe Angel Day. He was doing a lot of shit. And, you know, you get paranoid on that and you make bad decisions. But guy had everything at his fingertips. Had a huge contract. He was young still. He was going to get another contract. This guy could have been a good, you know what? I think he could have been a Hall of Famer. That's how good he, that's how much talent I thought he had. Doesn't mean shit now. 27, he's dead. Unbelievable. On a lighter note, the Mets, after a four-game losing streak in which they were tied in the eighth or ninth inning in the previous five games where they were one and four, they won 5-4 over the Phillies. Jay Bruce, two, three for four, two home runs. He, he had a two and three run homers, accounted for all the runs. He's got six home runs, 14 RBIs, 309 batting average on the season. Mets eight and seven. Phil's fell to 5-9. Robert Gesellman, no decision. But hey, seven innings, six hits, three runs, a base of all seven Ks. Brings that ERA down to 509. I take it. Robles, a one-third of an inning, gets a strikeout. He's now 3-0 with a three ERA. And Addison Reed gives up a run in the ninth, but gets off his fourth save. Mets win. That's all you care about. Tomorrow is Aaron Nola versus Syndergaard. Syndergaard, 1-0 with a 0.95 ERA. Unbelievable. Is that enough? Or is it 095? I don't know how. Yeah, that's why I was trying to look at it. It didn't look right, 0.95. But he has an ERA under 1. That's all I need to know. Tomorrow night, yeah. And I just, you know, I wanted to check that out. I wanted to see Rockets up by 5 with 2 minutes left. Yikes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What the, I think the Mets are... Oh, yeah, they're playing the Phillies tomorrow night too, right? Yep, Phillies, and then they have the Nationals in for three days. But Mets are now 8-7. and seven. Phillies fall to 5-9. and nine. 
But too bad, you know, Lucas Duda, there was a, someone threw a ball that he got charged in an error that pulled, you know, had a stre- Duda had a stretch for it, and Cesar Hernandez came as the ball came, and he hit, he hit Duda's glove, and he snapped the wrist back. He left with a hyperextended left elbow, and on the same play, or in the same inning, yeah, the fifth also, Darno exited. He got a contusion on his wrist. He threw a ball. He like slipped, and his hand hit the guy up at the plate, and he got a contusion on his wrist, on his throwing hand. And then I thought he was going to come back in, but he actually sat. Hey, you know what? That's all right. Mets get the win. Jay Bruce starting off very strong. He's on a one-year, $13 million contract. I have a feeling that he's going to make a lot more money. They lost last night. Jose Reyes' error in the eighth on a fly ball by Freddie Galvis. Put runners on the corners, and then Andres Blanco at a pinch and ground rule double to make it 2-2, and they ended up giving up four runs in the ninth. I mean, I mean four runs in the tenth. They lose 6-2. Rafael Montero took the loss 0 2 with a 9.45 ERA, one third of an inning, four hits, four runs, three earned. Now, Wright, this is, this is some, well, I don't know if this means anything, but he is going to begin baseball activities today, he began, fielding grounders, taking swings, and maybe some throwing drills. Hasn't played since May 27th last year, 2016. Played 75 games over the last two years combined. They owe him 20 million this year, 47 million through 2020. Also, Lugo and Mats will throw from 75 feet today, but they, uh, Allison says don't expect them to join the team anytime soon. Lugo might still need Tommy John surgery. He has a slight tear of his UCL, the ulnar collateral ligament. And I'll tell you, it seems like Tommy John surgery is going everywhere. But hey, the Mets got to win, finally. You got to like that. And the freaking, how about this, the Yankees, man. Unbelievable. Listen, last year they were never first in the AL East. They have more wins right now than they had all of April last year. During their eight-game win streak, they averaged more than six runs per game, four hits. Last night they lost 4-1 against the Chai Sox. None left the infield. And they lost on two home runs by the White Sox, accounted for the four runs. Now, quality starts in seven of the eight wins, 277 staff ERA. Severino retired 18 of his first 19 batters in the game, 21 Ks over the last two starts. You got to like that. And it was interesting. I read about Avisel Garcia had a bun in the seventh that they said if uh, Austin Romine had let drop, maybe he could have got double play. Well, Romine had something to say. He said something interesting. He said, well, Garcia's hitting 440, three home runs, 13 RBIs. If he wants to bunt there, that's a gift to us. You take an out when you can get an out. I love that. You know what? I'm like, dude, of course. You take an out when you get out. You don't freaking play around with this shit. You take an out when you get an out. Yeah. You don't you don't fuck around with that stuff. Because you know what? You let it drop and then it doesn't happen. And then and, and now you got Glaber Glaber Torres, their the guy they're dying to see play. They said he has bicep tendonitis, placed on the minor league seven day DL, but says he's feeling better. All right. Now, they got the win tonight, nine one. They finished the homestand, freaking eight and one, most wins since at home on a homestand since they went nine and one, July seventeenth through the twenty sixth, two thousand nine. Four home runs tonight, season high. Headley hit a two run homer, one for four, two RBIs, and that's his third of the year. And then Castro and Judge went back to back. I think in the fifth. Castro had a three run homer, his third, and Judge hit, hit a solo home run, his fifth. But Judge two for three. 
what was he? What did he start off the year? Two for 16? I think Judge is having a much better year. Yeah, I, I go with much better, much better year. Yeah, Judge is only hitting, oh, I don't know. He's in a, under 100. You got Headley hit at 396, and Judge is at 277. And with some RBI, five home runs, 12 RBIs. Nice going. Nice going. And then Hicks hit a solo home run, his fourth his fourth in the ninth inning. I'm sorry, not in the ninth, because they, they got out of the inning. In the eighth. And he freaking hey, Greg Bird, every every starter got a hit, which you like. But Aaron Hicks, man, no freaking joke this year. Two ninety six. And that was his fourth home run. I'm telling you, man, you know what? I mean, you know, they all started slow last year. Not this year. Tomorrow, they're in Pittsburgh. CC 2-0 with 147, 1.47 ERA against Tyler Glasnow, who are, the Pirates are 6-9. and Yankees 10-5 and after the win tonight. How about that? 10-5. and It just sounds so nice. 10 wins. Frank must be going apeshit. 10 wins, man. I love hearing 10-5. and Chai Sox fell to 7-7. and So Tyler Glasnow tomorrow for, for the Pirates... 0-1 with a 12.15 ERA. But how about that? 9-1, 8-1 in the homestand. Freaking A, man. 10-5. They still, what, they started 8-16 eight, eight last year? <laughs> 15 games, 24 games. First 24 games, they won 8. First 15, they won 10 already. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Hey, last year, they weren't even first in the ALEs all last year. Good for them, man. Good freaking for them. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And and uh, I just checked. Was checking again. I, I don't know for some reason I love Bryce Harper. I just he's a cocky bastard. I know he's some comes comes across as an asshole, but I love him. I really do. I, I'm a I'm a big fan. The Nationals are now up twelve three. Harper. Oh, I was looking. No, damn! I thought Harper had another home run. Harper tonight, two home runs. I'm sorry, he's four for five, five RBIs, all on his home runs. He's got six home runs on the year, 18 RBIs, and he's in a 4-0-4. Last year was a down year for him, not this year. Damn, four for four, 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 five RBIs today. They're off 12-3 over the Braves at SunTrust Park. And how about this, Jeter and Jebediah Bush, I like call him Jebediah, teaming up in a bid to buy the Marlins. They might be going against Mitt Romney in the mix. This could be a battle to end all bottles. Battle. So Jeb, Derek Jeter, Jebediah Bush going against Mitt Romney. This is from the Miami Herald. Hey, he wants on a team. I know it won't be the Yankees, but he wants on a goddamn team. Bulls last night up 2-0. Game three Friday night. They're up 2-0 on the freaking Celtics. And Grizzly, you know, that the rant by uh, head coach David Fisdale, fined 30 k for his take that for data rant after game two. And KD is not going tonight. Against Portland, he's a strain left calf. OKC is now down. This isn't good. Man, I thought OKC was cruising. They were up 12. Yeah, they were up 15. When I when I was, it, yeah, not good. All right, they're down by 7 with 33. They're down 108, 114, 108. And Russell Westbrook has 48 points. He was 15 or 35 last time I checked. Wow. He's six, one for his last seven. He's got 48 points. 
16 of 42 shooting, 2 for 11 on threes. Got 48 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. Harden's got 35 freaking points. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. That's that's some serious. Doug McDermott. I love Doug McDermott. Going to go down 2-0. Not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. And Shaq's son, Sharif, commits to Arizona over UCLA, USC, and Kentucky. Congratulations to Sharif O'Neal. Going to go play for the Wildcats. And my buddy, my buddy Big S must be happy. He went to school there. I actually went to an Arizona-Arizona State football game once. I never went to a basketball game at the McHale Center, which I wanted to, but I wasn't there at the time. Actually, I was there. I didn't go see a basketball game. Ah, we were smoking. We were, we were partying too much. I don't remember too much about that weekend. I remember I didn't have the money, and my whole floor lent me the money for a flight out there, and I must went out there for like three days. It was awesome. Came back with a tan. My parents never noticed. Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, I, so Aaron Hernandez was, uh, you know, found in his, his cell at 3.05 a.m., and they pronounced dead an hour later. But recent Seton Hall poll... 21% thought NFL tarnishing image by putting the team in Vegas. Only 21% felt that way. Also, Nielsen Sports Study, financed by the American Gaming Association. It's not going to be biased, no. 2015, they said fans who bet on games watch more than two times as many games as non-betting ones. Well, I was a fan that watched the goddamn games. And I, I watched, yeah, I watched the goddamn games. Also, Phil Simms head into CBS Studio as part of NFL Today. And Trump said, no team has been this good for this long. That's what he said about the Patriots. Okay. Head to the CBS studios as part of NFL. All right. Good for you, Phil. You need it. And college football is coming back to Carolina because the championships, ACC championship game is going to be played at Bank of America in Charlotte in 2017-2018 season. Also, women's college basketball championships in the ACC. Baseball, men and women swimming and diving, men and women golf, women's soccer, and men's and women's tennis. HB2 was repealed, and bam! It's on like Donkey Kong. And NHL last night, 3-1, they won over the Rangers, won over the Canadians, tied at 2-2. They head back to Montreal. That's going to be good, right? I mean, that's not, you know, that's... I don't think they play tomorrow night. Do they play tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, game five. Well, last night's second period outshot the Canadians twelve to six, and on goals one to nothing. And it's interesting that I, I like what Rick Nash said: in the playoffs, you need your best players to be your best players. It sounds kind of like. You know, like common sense, but really it isn't. I mean, you know, you really do. You need your best players to be your best players. They ended their six game. The Rangers ended their six game home losing streak since Game One over Tampa Bay in the 2015 Eastern Conference Finals. And it was interesting through the first three games that Lundqvist had a 9.41 save percentage, Carey Price had 9.44, but Lundqvist had faced 29 more shots than Price. And last night, he only had faced 23 shots. But, hey, they won. And the Caps, uh, hey, I'll tell you, people getting nervous. They were they were down two games to one. They actually won tonight. They had a 4-1 lead in the first period and ended up beating the Leafs 5-4. T.J. Oshie. I'd love just love T.J. Oshie. Just sounds so... 
He scored two goals tonight. They're tied 2-2. And the Bruins are already freaking down. Three games to one to Ottawa. I just saw that. Yeah, Senators, Senators are up three games to one. They won one nothing in Boston tonight. Oof, that's kind of tough, right? And Cubs won on a... Addison Russell hit a three-run homer to win it in the ninth inning. Actually, they were losing 4-3 into the ninth, and they scored four runs to win it. Cubs are now 8-7. and seven. How about that? Getting some of the old stuff back. Now, I'm going to talk about this. A new MMA league, is featuring, which featuring a $10 million prize pool, is going to launch next January in D.C. It, the World Series of Fighting is now going to relaunch as the Professional Fighters League, per the Washington Post. And I love this. Dana White says uh, Floyd will earn north of $100 million and Conor McGregor $75 million in potential super fight. I feel like this information comes out every goddamn day. I really do. I feel like every day. Uh, da, 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 and I'm like, really? Guys, make a, make a, you know, it, are we going to fight or not? I mean, I feel like you come out with numbers every day, you know, opinion. It's like, okay, is it 100 million, 70, like, like, are they going to fight already? I mean, I feel like this has been going on for months. And, you know, I always feel like the good, now I'm not saying this is going to be a good boxing fight, but I mean, I remember that it took Hagler and Leonard forever to fight and pretty much past their primes, not when they should have. And Holyfield and Tyson didn't fight when they should have fought. Pacquiao and... Mayweather never fought when they should have fought. I mean, they just died. Well, at least at least it looks like Triple G and Alvarez are going to fight. And that's going to happen sooner than later. And John Jones, UFC 214, July 29th. If he fights uh, Daniel Cormier, it won't be a main event per Dana White. Not until he builds back trust of consumers and Dana White. He, so we're talking one fight, right? I mean, that's all we're talking. One, one fight? One fight? Is it going to be enough? And then he's, he'll be back in the good graces? I know he'll be back in the good graces of consumers because the ratings will be off the fucking chain for that one. Don't you think? Come on. And Serena, said they said she's 20 weeks pregnant with her Reddit boyfriend, uh, fiance, Reddit co-founder, Alexis Ohanian. Ohanian said the baby's going to be born in the fall and they're saying that she was pregnant when she won the Aussie Open back in January. 20 weeks. January, February, March, April. Uh, yeah. 20 weeks? Yeah. Congrats. Serena, having a baby. That's kind of cool, right? Unbelievable. Thunder lose 115-111. How about that? James Harden just... That's a bad loss, man. That I think it's going to hurt even more. I think it's blown out game one than to lose this one. That sucks. That sucks. Wow. Unbelievable. Westbrook finishes with 51 points on 17 of 43 shooting, 2 for 11 on threes. 51 points. 10 rebounds, 13 assists. His plus minus was plus 11. Four steals, one block, 51 points in a triple-double in a playoff game. Unbelievable. Problem was, he scored 51. The rest of his starters scored 36. He outscored his starters and outscored, and he, he scored out, outscored his starters, and he, the bench had 24 points. Yeah. Didn't, go, didn't get a lot of help tonight. 
but he also shot 43 shots and did not shoot well. 16 for 40. That's a, that's a, 1743. That's, yeah, it's all right. That's a lot of shots. That's a lot of shots to put up. And Harden, damn, 7 to 17, 3 for 7 on 3.18. He took 20 free throws. He took even more than Westbrook. Westbrook took 18, 35 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, 7 turnovers. But Gordon had 22 off the bench, and Williams had 21. That's that's a different, you know, hey, Beverly had 15 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. All right. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Wow. I'm just kind of... Okay, now this was interesting. I read this MMQB today that, you know, they talked about Mitch Trubisky, you know, only one year as a starter in college. And this guy asked, I can't find a good one, a good one, forget great one, that only had one single year, good year in college. I can't even think of a former NFL great who was only a starting quarterback for a year in college. Those guys, these guys were consistently good for two or three years or were unexpected stars like Brady. And he asked, and he said, uh, and he, they, you know, King said, I can't remember, I can't remember a guy that only played one year and then turned out to be a, a, a great pro. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about even guys like, I was thinking of Kurt Warner who played in college. You know, it's not like he played one year. I'm trying to think of a guy that just one year and then, hey, you know what? Uh, you know who only played one year? Last guy I remember coming in one year and really having that great one year was Sanchez. And uh, we saw that career started off. And I'll tell you, he, I'll tell you, I still remember that uh, Trubisky's interception. I don't. He played. He played really bad in the Sun Bowl against Stanford. And I thought that was a shitty way to end his career. Now we'll see. And I thought this was interesting. I read from Andy Reid. He said, there are no positions absolutely guaranteed. I'll tell the rookies when they come in, you can cut it loose and see what happens. And that covers all areas. If a guy goes down, the next one comes in, and you have to maintain that, maintain that level of competition. And you obviously keep the best guys that create the most competition. I thought that was kind of cool, too. Tiger Woods is going to design an 18-hole golf course south of Branson, Missouri, that will be named after Payne Stewart, a Missouri native who won 11 PGA events before dying in a plane crash. I remember that. He was dead. The plane, they were, they were, I guess they got gas or the, in the, yeah, what happened? Something in the plane and they were all dead and then the plane kind of crossed. Oh, that was terrible. Left young kids. And here's another thing. Are we shocked about the how, major, major League Baseball? Are we shocked that the, you know, 70th, 70th anniversary, there was an annual report on diversity in baseball. They said the league could do a better job of, of identifying and hiring minority and female candidates for top decision-making jobs. It was re- uh, released by the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports at the University of Central Florida. Should a drop-off from a year ago in, in the racial and gender hiring practices received a B in racial hiring, a C for gender hiring, and overall C-plus grade this year. At the team level, MLB received an F in racial hiring practices for manager. Out of 30 skippers, Dave Roberts of the Dodgers, Dusty Baker of the Nationals, and Rick Renteria of the White Sox are the only ones of color down from a high of 10 as recently as 2009. Yeah. Are, are we shocked? Look, hey, look at basketball. Look at look at all the sports. They all suck. It's, it's you know, I mean, you got a predominantly, basketball is predominantly African-American, and there's nothing, I mean, it's the truth. And I look at all the coaches. Hey, look, 
look this look here Nixon and I think Kenny Atkins is a very good coach uh, Hornacek not as much well also he's got Phil Jackson as a stranglehold right Ryan would agree with me but Lily White uh, I watched the playoffs today Billy Donovan went against Dan and Tony that's two two more okay I'm thinking about the playoff teams Golden State White Portland White Cleveland's Tyron Luke okay that's black Indiana White Toronto African American Dwayne Casey I mean there's you really I mean I really have to think who oh and the okay that, that series got two uh you got kid okay so that's it yeah that's the one series but really it's Lily White it really is and football too every every coach you get here hired I mean this year actually more than usual because the Chargers and the Broncos both hired African-American coaches. But I agree. It's, it sucks. I talk about Clay Buckholtz. He had surgery to repair a torn flexor tendon in his right forearm for the Phillies. Performed by Dr. James Andrews, who's like the rain man of surgeons. Buckholtz now faces an estimated recovery time of four to six months. Ooh, that sucks. And they asked Westbrook, had he studied Beverly at all? He goes, I don't watch the other team. I just watch what I'm doing. I never worry about what other guys are doing or what, you know, it doesn't bother me. I've seen it all already. I've seen it all already. And he, they said, does it give you any motivation to play against a guy who's been on the league's all-defensive team? Well, my opinion of all-defensive team is different from you guys. You can check and find out and see what criteria goes into an all-defensive team. I don't really know what the criteria is or what you consider all different. It's pretty rambling here. He's a good defender for their team, but I don't worry about nobody, how they're defending. I can pretty much do what I want want to do. Hey, 17, 43 shots, you pretty much can. Still 51 points, triple-double. And I asked him what his criteria was for the all-defensive team. He goes, I don't know. Great, great interview. Just sterling. Also, uh, Dave Sheenan of the Washington Post, new MMA league, a group of area business people and sports titans headed by the former chair of the D.C. 2024 Summer Olympic bid, they said a uh, $10 million prize pool and $1 million cash payouts to individual champions. The new Professional Fighters League, it'll try to go head-to-head with the UFC and other MMA circuits. It'll be headquartered in the district. It could hold some events in the metro area. It's uh, announcement and media rollout for the new league is expected Wednesday. Russ Ramsey, investment banker and hedge fund, hedge fund manager, who's a former chairman of the of GW Board of Trustees and who chaired the failed D.C. 2024 Olympic bid two years ago is a co-founder of the new league along with DC venture capitalist Don Davis and Mark Leshley and will serve as the executive chairman uh, Ted Leonsis of the caps the owner of the caps is also among the investors as the, he's owner of the caps the mystics wizards and members of the learner family who own the nationals Leonsis was vice chairman of the D.C. 2024 bid group. Mark Leonard, principal owner and vice chairman of the Nationals, was on its board. They lost to Boston. But then Boston withdrew and it went to L.A. Also, other investors they said is Brandon Beck and founder of esports company Riot Games and L.A. Dodgers chief financial officer Tucker Kane. And the Wizards' new practice facility at St. Elizabeth's East Campus has been identified as a potential venue for PFL events, as has the planned Under Armour campus in the Port Covington area of Baltimore. So they bought the fighting operations and event infrastructure of the World Series of Fighting earlier this year. 
They have more than 100 fighters under contract, had its last major event on New Year's Eve at MSG in New York, which was broadcast live on NBC. Now, the deal runs out at the end of the year with NBC, and the new league will be holding discussions with potential media partners, including NBC, in the months ahead. It's going to have a unique format. The fighters divided into seven weight classes competed th- competing throughout a regular season schedule, like football, you know, with winners advancing to a win-or-go-home playoff tournament. Now, each tournament winner will be crowned PFL champion for that weight class to collect $1 million. An additional $3 million will be divided among other regular season and playoff competitors. It will include divisions for female fighters, including Kayla Harrison, a two-time gold medal winning Olympic judoka, among the holdovers from the World Series of Fighting, who are expected to compete in the league. All right, we shall see. Kind of cool. I like that, you know, weight classes and the winner-go-home playoff format and seven different weight classes. I love Kayla Harrison. I love that she's fighting. You know, hey, what else are you going to do? You know, got to make money. And an athlete, you want to you work. And that you should. All right. Russell. First 50-point triple-double in NBA playoff history. But shoots, he went 4 for 18 in the fourth. Oof. Not good. Not good at all. All right, we got Golden State. All right, we got trivia questions. Trivia, trivia, trivia questions. All right. Last night's trivia question. What team had made the most NCAA tournament without making a Final Four? What men's college basketball team made the most NCAA tournaments without making a Final Four? That would have to be BYU with 29 appearances. Missouri's next with 26, and Boston College next with 18. And, okay, now tonight's question. What men's basketball program has the longest drought since making last making the NCAA tournament? What school has the longest drought since last making the NCAA tournament? All right, Yankees, 8-1 in the homestand, go to Pittsburgh tomorrow. Mets end a four-game schneid and win again. They play tomorrow against the Phillies with Thor pitching, CC pitching for the Yankees. Rangers going for a win, go up 3-2 in Montreal. Can Golden State get it done tonight without KD? Aaron Hernandez, wow. Just, I'm still stunned about that. All right, folks, have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.